Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Zero Correlation. I'm Cheryl Chuvin, and as always, coming to you from my bathroom floor. Something I realized, and I guess I didn't realize this last year, or maybe I did and I forgot, that recording from my bathroom floor in the winter in New York City is kind of cold. Like, my ass is cold right now. And yes, obviously, I have pants on, sweatpants, duh. But like, still, it is cold. I should put like a blanket down or something. Just so my ass doesn't freeze, but I know that's a me problem. But I just thought I'd share you with my woes because my ass is cold. But anyways, in other news, I went away this week. I went to Orlando and Miami for a few days. And yes, obviously I got tested. And yes, obviously I followed all the quarantine rules, blah, blah, blah. Getting tested again today on Sunday relax, not trying to like kill people and infect the universe. Don't worry. But I went away and it was so nice to be in the sunshine and not in the cold because here in New York City or New York, I should say, we have a snowstorm coming, which reminds me like, why the hell do I even live here? But like, that's a whole different story. But as usual, I digress. And I know that I've spoken about this in the past, probably... I want to say last February or March when I traveled to Israel for my nephew's bar mitzvah. But airports are so fucking weird. Like, really? It's the land of no rules. And again, I know I've touched upon this in the past. But, like, I think it's very important that we reiterate the fact. And yes, obviously, airports are even weirder now because everyone's in mass and social distancing. And you get on the plane differently. You get off the plane differently everyone's psycho now. Yeah, yeah, I know all that. But I'm not even saying that. I'm just saying it's the land of no rules. It could be any time of day, 6 a.m., noon, 6 p.m., 11.30 at night, and people will be in pajamas eating pizza and drinking beer, cocktails all day, every day. Drinking rules go out the window. Like, you can be alcoholic. You could be anything. Alcoholic. No, obviously, you're not an alcoholic. I didn't mean that. But I don't know. Like, People wear things in airports that they would never wear in real life. When I dress for the airport, I'm seriously always in the same exact outfit in different variations. I have my white Adidas on, some sort of sports leggings usually. By sports, I mean athletic. A V-neck t-shirt and a sweatshirt. That is what I wear every time I travel in one variation or another. And I would wear that in real life and I'd wear that outside. But some of these people, oh my god, ratty pajama pants with holes, pajama pants and sweatshirts that don't match. And again, it's the land of no rules. You're going to be on a plane. Be comfortable. You do you. But like still, some people, it's as if they have no self-awareness or they just don't care. I don't know. Land of no rules. When I was waiting for my flight, when was it? Last Sunday morning. My flight was at 10 a.m. At 10 a.m., I saw this man in, in, what was he wearing? He was wearing, like, red pajama pants and, like, a blue t-shirt with, like, a yellow sweatshirt. Dude, what are you doing? Oh, and he had two beers. Sitting by himself, two beers, one for each hand, double fisting at 10 a.m. in an airport. Like, you go, Glen Coco, but that's next level. But my point is, I love airports. I love flying. I hope travel gets back to normal. I mean, it's slowly getting there because I've traveled a bit, you know, since Corona started and it's definitely getting there. My point is airports, land of no rules, land of no one gives a fuck, land of do whatever the hell you fucking want. 
which I kind of support that. So I don't know. Airports, land of no rules, just the land of no rules. So here's something I realized this week. And hear me out, because I know it's going to sound stupid, but hear me out. All good things come messy. I'm going to repeat that. All good things come messy. Now think about it. Any really great, amazing thing that came into your life, was it packaged nicely, wrapped in a little neat bow? No, it came in like a fucking hurricane, ruined everything that was happening, shook up your entire life, and then ended up being one of the best things that's ever happened to you. At least that's something that has happened to me. All good things, all great things are messy. They come messy. If you really think about it, and if you really stop and think right now, I'm sure you can think of something right now, something amazing, great, out of this world, never thought it was going to happen, came out of nowhere, dropped from the sky, was fucking messy. It was a tornado, a hurricane. Why? Because that's the way the world works. Nothing is nicely, neatly packaged that's supposed to disrupt your life. Good things that come are supposed to shake things up. They're supposed to disrupt your life. They're supposed to make you stop and think, wow, how did I ever live without this thing or this person or whatever? It's supposed to be crazy. So that's why I decided to just embrace the change. Whatever's coming at me, come at me. Come disrupt everything. I'm cool with that because everything good is messy. Things aren't meant to be easy. There's a movie that I love. My whole family loves that. It's called The League of Their Own. If you haven't watched it, watch it. It came out in like 1992. It's kick-ass, Gary Marshall movie. Madonna's in it. Gina Davis, Lori Petty, Rosie O'Donnell, Tom Hanks. Kick-ass cast. But again, not the point. The point is there's a line from the movie it says, the hard is what makes it great. And that has been my theme, my whole family's theme for our entire lives. The hard is what makes it great. If it was easy, you wouldn't appreciate it. If it was easy, you wouldn't realize how amazing it was and how it's supposed to be disruptive. Messy, hard things always end up being the greatest, always end up being the best. So embrace the crazy and the hard and the change, open your arms to it and be like, fuck yeah, I can handle this. If things were easy, they're not meant for you. And I know it sounds silly, but nothing in life gets handed to you on a silver platter. And honestly, through all these experiences that I've had the last 30 years, I don't want something handed to me on a silver platter. I don't think I'd appreciate something if it came so easy and so simple. Things are messy. Life is messy. Great, amazing things that come and change your entire life are messy. And I think that's really great. I don't, I don't know about you, but messy things have always been the things that were for me. You're going to hit bumps. You're going to have your peaks and valleys. Life is a fucking roller coaster. It's just what it is. That's how things happen. But every amazing, great thing that's ever happened to me and is currently happening to me and will continue to happen to me is a fucking shit show. Messy, messy, messy. And I've embraced that's who I am and I've accepted it. 
So if your life feels like a shit show right now and really messy and really confusing and really complicated, I'm telling you, all great things, all good things are messy. So good is coming your way. So just hold on a little bit longer and embrace it. Hold on tight, fasten your seatbelt because really, really, really great things are coming your way. I was having a conversation this week with somebody and they were saying that every person's apartment says something about them. Because I was saying that my apartment in New York City, as much as I love New York City, and I love my studio. I've been here for over two years. Everyone who knows me knows I love it. It's mine. It's perfect for me. But at the same time, I always viewed it as temporary. I'm not going to live in a studio by myself forever, right? The goal is to start a family and to move on to a bigger space and just keep evolving and bettering yourself. So no, I didn't think that I was going to stay in my studio apartment by myself forever. So in my mind, it's temporary, so I never put that much effort into it. I never hung pictures on the wall. I mean, I have a f- one in my bathroom because it's the f- best, funniest picture. But I only recently bought a bookshelf. Like, I don't know. I just didn't put that much effort into it. And don't get me wrong. I know it's my home and I love my home and I live here. And I know some people say that that's why you should decorate it and take pride. I do take pride in what I li- where I live. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying it was temporary, so I never put so much effort. But this conversation, the person wasn't wrong. I asked them what mine said about me. <laughs> mine apparently says, waiting to get married, which again, isn't, isn't wrong. I'm a 30-year-old who wants to get married, so... That makes sense. That's what my apartment says about me. But if you really think about it, every apartment you walk into, it says something about the person. If they have roommates or not, if they're living alone, if they have a doorman building, whatever it is, how they decorate it, it says a lot about them. And I've always said that this last apartment that I've been in for over two years, again, love my studio. I'm staying in it till I get married or die, whichever happens to come first. Because I don't know, you never know. But I don't know, it's funny. The same way I think that someone's bagel order says a lot about them. And yes, we've discussed this before. Your bagel order tells you a lot about yourself and people around you. But someone's space, someone's apartment, that says a lot about them as well. And I guess now that I think about it, after talking about, you know, my aesthetic or lack of aesthetic, I hope I'm saying that word correctly. I think I am. Maybe I'm mispronouncing it, but you all know what I'm saying. I guess mine does say waiting to move to the next stage of my life. Because again, I love my apartment. I take pride in my apartment, but I'm not staying here forever. So whichever comes first, getting married or dying, this will be my last apartment living in by myself. I'm declaring it. I'm telling the pod manifesting that shit everyone should know it's happening so just so y'all know keeping you on the same page keeping you uh in the loop in the know are you uh picking up what i'm putting down i'm not even sure what i'm putting down so i'm really not sure what you're picking up but as always i talk in circles that's just who i am to know me is to love me and that's just what i do so accept it i talk in circles my apartment says i'm waiting to get married so what do you think your apartment says about you. It's your explaining. It's your explaining. 
explaining. I don't think I'll ever get over my share explain theme song. I really love it. And I know I've had it for so long now. And I know that like there's a zero correlation theme song, which is great. But share explaining is just my favorite. So just thought I'd reiterate that and let you guys know. But for this week's share explaining, it's hardballing. And again, I will explain share explaining in case you all forgot what it was. It's when I take a term, usually about dating, from the internet, the lovely, lovely internet, you know, the Google. I take the definition I find online, I tell it to you, I give you my definition, and if I have an example or a story, I'll add that in too. Share explaining much better than mansplaining. It's pretty direct. So this week's is hardballing, and whenever I hear the word hardballing, I think of the movie Hardball, which is with Keanu Reeves, and again, if you haven't seen the movie, it's amazing. Um, you should get on that and watch it. I guess this week's pod, I'm just giving you a lot of old movie recommendations. But I have really good taste in movies usually. So y'all should watch the movies I'm telling you to because they're premium content. And as you know, on this pod, we only ha- share premium content. But again, not relevant. Tangent. Watch hardball. But hardballing means essentially... It means dating like the CEO and not messing around with your partners who aren't serving you. Over the past year, almost 70% feel the pandemic has given them an abundance of time to focus on themselves. 43% of people shared they have more confidence to say what is and isn't right for them in their dating life. According to a Bumble release, I'm definitely planning to incorporate hardballing into my life in 2021. That definition didn't make so much sense, so I'm going to break it down for you. First of all, you should hardball in every section of your life, not just dating. You know what serves you and you know what doesn't. And you don't have time or patience or energy for shit that doesn't serve you. You are a queen. Or for the men out there, you are a king. If someone doesn't serve you or treat you well, bye. Hasta luego. Shalom. Peace out. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. You don't have time for people who don't treat you as you should. You don't have time for people who do not value you and see the value in you and realize how fucking lucky they are to have you in their life. Always act like the CEO of the world, the CEO of your life. I don't have time to mess around with people, relationships, romantic or platonic, if you don't treat me properly. I don't have time for that and you shouldn't have time for that either. So yes, hardballing is definitely the energy we want in life in 2021. Hardballing is the energy you should always bring to the table. Because remember, you are your number one fan. You are your biggest cheerleader. You have your back more than anyone else. Don't let anyone ever treat you less than you deserve. That is something I've learned in the past 30 years of life. And the last year or so, I've learned that even more. If someone does not treat you properly, friend, boyfriend, girlfriend, partner, even a family member, anybody, they don't treat you right and realize your value, goodbye, snip, snip, bye. That's just life. Hardballing all the time. It's the energy that we need to bring to 2021. All hardballing all the time. That's the motto. So keep hardballing in your life. Hardball act like you're the CEO because you fucking are. So as always, 
drink your coffee, mind your business, wash your hands, do your squats, and as always, stay far, 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 far away from fuckboys. I'm Cheryl Chuvin. My ass is freezing from this bathroom floor. This is Zero Correlation, and as always, thanks for listening.